Welcome back, uh, Ollie. Good to see you again. Uh, I thought this time we might take an approach that looks at real estate agents, the the salespeople, and we'll look from your side looking in. So I'll, I'll try and stay silent uh, on this one. And, and we'll do a bit of a spectrum on what do you like about agents, what don't you like, and then what, you know, if you're a, when you're a vendor, when you're a buyer, uh, what would you like to see them improve? So how, how's that sound? We happy to do that? <laughs> I'm doing anything you like. <laughs> <laughs> we just won't mention the war. So let's go back to the top. We'll go back to the top. Uh, real estate agents, what sort of things do they do that annoy you? Well, or annoy consumers? One of the things that annoy the heck out of me and annoy a lot of other people is that when you ask them what is the price expectation for a particular house, they turn themselves into nuts spirals and sweat and do anything but even mention what the price might be. Oh, the agent's going to be looking at me on this one. Yep. It is. It's the most irritating thing. A person comes to a house and they're looking at and for the intention of buying something and the first question they ask is what's the price expectation? And the agent goes into paroxysms and, and has a fit and just doesn't want to say. And or or said an amount which makes no sense. Or it's from five hundred thousand mm. to ten mm. million or something, and mm. it doesn't. Do, do, do you think when they tell you a price? What do you think when they tell you a price? And that, that's a hard question because you got to sort of roll back and go to an experience. But um, so the agent gives you a price. What, what are your thoughts around that normally? Well, usually nine times out of ten, people go cold and disappear because the price range is way above them. Mm. This is the point mm. I made before, mm. is that. A price expectation or a suggested price should be on advertisements. We discussed that in an earlier time. So people don't get embarrassed. Um, now, I've lost the plot. What have you been saying to me? So, so the agent gives you a price and yep. then you, your immediate answer is nine times out of ten, then the buyer goes cold. They go, geez, that's too high. That's crazy. Well, often they do go too high. They just yep. nod quietly and go through the motions of pulling open drawers and then getting out of the place as fast <laughs> as they can. Um and giving an answer that just says, uh, we don't know yet. <clears throat> They've had weeks preparing, I think. They have a very good idea. Who do you reckon's got the best idea? Who Who is more accurate on the market value of a property, a vendor, an agent, or a buyer? None of those. Okay. The right, yeah, yeah. the right only way to get a true valuation on a property is to use a registered valuer. Beautiful. Love Be- it. That's right, because... Everybody thinks their place is worth more than it really is. <laughs> Even the agent, every, every vendor, every vendor, and every agent, asking, every, yeah. every buyer thinks it's worth a hundred million percent less than what <laughs> they're asking. And the agent is, is all over the place trying to yep. avoid giving an answer. And so, getting back to to that point, I would we'll discuss this later. I would use valuers, and we'll discuss that in, Love it. in full. Love it later. Yep. You, you know what? I agree a hundred percent. And uh, little heads up: when I retire. I'll be about your age, I think. When I retire from real estate. <laughs> I see the shock treatment work on your hair. Shock treatment work on your hair again, yes. yes. Must be the product. There's no product in here, just a towel, you know, just dry it with a towel. Wolf's up like a mop. When I retire, uh, I'm going to go public and say, well, what a nonsense CMAs are in appraisals. The agents are guessing and it's skewed because the agent knows if they give them a real low price, you don't get the job. Yeah. And if you give them a high price, even if it's ridiculous, within reason, the vendor goes, okay, well, we'll tell you what, let's have a crack. Well, so, I, yeah, I, th- I, th- I, lo- I love the idea of valuers. Well, I think sellers, not the buyers, sellers should get a valuation done. Beautiful. Love it. Should have a market appraisal done on their property prior to selling. 
Yep. Because I said before, every seller thinks their place is worth more than that really is. And this valuation will give a bit of a shock and they can decide whether they want to sell or not. Uh, now, you can have two types of valuation. Cool. You can have a market valuation where the value comes along and gives you a market estimate a page long or something like that. You have to pay for mm-hmm. it. Or you can get a proper uh, registered valuation accepted to banks, uh, or for the, uh, which, which is pages long and, uh, and goes into detail of how s- the size of the building, the size of the land and the quality and everything else and so forth and does an estimation per square metre and so on. And you get an answer at the, uh, at the bottom. And that costs, that costs perhaps thousands depending mm, on the value. Mm. But there's a lot of work in it. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy a dog handle without getting a value. Love it. I've always used values. And, and you can argue with a value. He can come to you with a valuation verbally. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. you pay for that, and, yep. and you, can, that. You, can, you can argue with the value and say, "Look, I think you got this wrong." And he may tweak it yep. a little bit, but not much. Um, so, my recommendation to anybody and everybody is that to get a valuation if you're selling. That's the seller. We didn't even talk about the buyer yet. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's let's stay on the seller. Yep. I, I, I like that. Wouldn't the industry be better? The seller gets a valuation done. The person, the valuer, uh, doesn't have a vested interest in it. It's dead set honest. The, the agent's got a vested interest. They're trying to get the job. Yep. yep. And they've got the tension around being honest, uh, you know, pulling them in uh, possibly two do- different directions. That's a reality, whether Wellington thinks it or not. But if the vendor gets a valuation, then the vendor can go, okay, off that valuation they go, I'll tell you what, not worth it, we won't go to market. They don't need to talk to an agent. If the valuation, they like it, then maybe they go to agents, they put it on the table and say, this is what it's worth. And not How only, are you going to get this or better for me? Well, firstly, valuers, when they put it on paper, they can be sued for getting it seriously wrong. Um, but more important, I think a seller, when they get the valuation, should show it to prospective buyers and yeah, say, this was it. done for me. Yep. You can go to the same value and get it readdressed to you if you want to. You can ignore it, whatever you like. You can have a copy, walk away and look at it. It takes all the guesswork out of it. Uh, I used to do that when I was decades ago when I was selling that stuff I did up, I got valuations together, building reports together, schools and buses and everything nearby, nearby engineers reports, mm-hmm, different required, mm-hmm. put a little folder together, never mind all this glossy stuff, never mind all this words, and gave it to buyers and said, look, here's the whole story. Perfect. Take it or leave it. Perfect. And, and instead of them, them scratching their heads and worrying, worrying about things, they had the whole lot there. And I don't know why that can't be done today. Love it. It, it, it should be done. Vendor, vendor does valuation. Vendor goes to agent, goes three agents. Here you go. Here's the valuation. It's worth this. Tell me how you're going to get that or better. Mm. And then they actually explain method of sale and how they're going to do things. Not this nonsense of they're trying to guess a price and get the vendor to smile and, and sign the agency. Especially in times like now when when prices are a bit rocky. Yep. Put it mildly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On the rocks. Yeah. Well, most valuers, I would think, I haven't seen a recent one, but most valuers, I would think, are putting a caveat at the bottom of their valuers and saying this is only good for 30 days or maybe 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> come, back and, come back in 30 days and, and we'll do another but one. Valuers I've been talking to uh, clearly have some really good information there and yep. uh, background knowledge about where the market's trending and, and why it's trending that way. Okay, love that. Okay, what else about – probably only one thing. That's probably the only thing that annoys about agents. You probably love them. Anything oh. else about agents that annoys well, you? Yes. Well, oh. uh, the, the, sometimes age, not all agents are good. Mm-hmm. Many of them are very good. Uh, some of them are hopeless. Uh, the, for instance, you go and look at a property and you're mildly interested in it 
and they don't get back to you. Mm. They don't get back to you to see if you're interested Amazing. or they overdo it and come back to you. They're just as bad. Yep. But they don't come back to you or you ask a question and you never hear from them again, eh? wow. which is very annoying. That happens more often than you think. Wow. Yeah, that, and, and what a particular I'm helping somebody, I have been helping somebody looking for a place and they go and look at a place, they give their name and email number, email yep. address and yep. phone number to the agent. They never hear from this person again, yet they, they know they're, they're looking. And other properties come up and these agents have disappeared. They never, they never come back and do their homework and say, look, I've got another property and here's another one, here's another one. They just go silent. It's extraordinary. They've got a buyer. In this case, they've got a cash buyer that I'm thinking of, cash, cash buyer, mm. and they never hear from some of the agents they've, they've been in touch with. Funny, isn't it? I'm sorry, gone. Yeah, yep. It, it's, it's a lazy industry. I look, I look at that from the inside. It's very much listing-focused, vendor-focused. Mm. So, and, and there's a lot of compliance and a lot of work around a listing now. So an agent actually gets, some, as you would say, tied up in knots uh, on a property. It's never-ending paperwork. Uh, for them to break away from that and get out with a buyer and, and show a buyer around, uh, they tend to run out of time, but they also focus on their own listings. When I had multiple offices, uh, if you had a listing in the office and somebody else sold it, normally it would be from the same office. Not even the next office five minutes up the road. They didn't see their ones from here, even if we we're in the same group. And if you're in the office, it's typically the person who lists it will sell it. But the really good agents, I can think of one now, uh, do allocate that time to buyers and give buyers a, a great service. Well, and that's a real difference in the market. It seems crazy, but that is a real difference. Well, there should be more buyers agents. Mm. You see them mm. on TV overseas. They actually work with buyers. But people don't want to share the commission half the time. <clears throat> but there should be a real big pool of buyers agents. Don't see too much like of that. Like it. Don't see much. If you want to interrupt me or shall I interrupt you? Um, no, you interrupt me and then I'll, I'll go silent I'll, I'll, and I'll just steer lovingly. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Have you forgotten what you are going to say? No, yeah, I forgot what I say. You overwhelm me. <laughs> so so now valuations are also used by buyers. Mm. That's commonly thought. Yeah? And if you're looking at a property, you should take a, a serious think about getting a valuation for that property you're looking at. Now, again... If you know your value well or you get to know them, you can have a, in my day, used to be able to get a curbside valuation, which is just to ring up my mm. value and he'd just tell me over the phone to do some basic numbers. Um, assuming you can't get that, you can get a market valuation too, which will cost you. Well, if you're serious about a property, why not? But if you have to get a mortgage, a, a sort of casual valuation won't do. The bank will want a proper valuation yep. done. Yep. It's quite a business. And bear in mind, not all values are accepted by the bank. True. You better yeah, find great out. Point. Yeah, great better point. find out from yep. your bank if Mr. Smith or Mrs. Key Jones point. is acceptable to the bank because it's, the bank requires valuation quite different from what you might think. It's all sorts of jumbo mumbo numbers, and uh, and so you better check first if the bank will accept your valuation. Of course, you've got one probably given to you if you take my advice from from the vendor. So you can hand that's it over. It. That's hand it, it over. Can to, start from there. You can hand it over to the other uh, other value, another value who will ignore it, pretending to ignore it. But you don't have to work for him. Uh, anyway, don't even buy a doghouse without getting a proper without value. evaluation. Yeah. Don't love, be too smart in yep. this market, especially. You, you made a point there about um, looking after buyers. Yeah. What's your thoughts around this? The agent. I, I always think this is bizarre. 
The salesperson in the middle has a fiduciary responsibility, level, a fiduciary level of responsibility to the vendor, mm-hmm. and they have a duty of care to the buyer. Mm-hmm. Then it trying to look after both parties, and both parties have conflicting interest. Yep. Get more, pay less. Uh, and then you raise buyer's agent. Tell, tell me about that. Do you, do you see that the agent's sitting in there, it's, it's a bit of a nonsense looking after both ends of the transaction? Do you, do you favour more the buyer's agent? I think the buyer's agent may be a better way to do things, and we don't see too many of them. But if you can employ an agent to look for a house for you, it saves mm, a lot of legwork. Mm, you, mm. And you give them the parameters in which you are working and the amount of yep. money you can afford, and they can do all the homework for you and cut out all the rubbish out there because most people are not experienced. Um, and they go True. and look at a property, they, they don't understand some of the finer points. For instance, you look at an advertisement and it says it's got so many square metres. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, that's a big site, that's wonderful. Then you find out later, after you've done all the sort of excitement bit, that half the that was square metres are in the driveway. It's no <laughs> use to you. I was dealing with somebody the other day who got all, all excited about a house in the eastern suburbs, huge section. So I trottled out and have a look, but the section was goat country. It was yeah, steep. Yep. You couldn't do anything yep. with it. There's a house on it, but I said, what are you going to do with this section? You have to use rope and tackle to get up the front door. <laughs> no, no use. So all this square metres doesn't count. And this is where CVs and council valuations get screwed up as well. But uh, and, and driveways are a typical thing, uh, showing more square metres available than, yep. than really can be yep. used. But this is how a buyer's agent can cut all that out of it and bring to you the out of a 20 or 30 properties up for sale, bring you the three or four yeah, that really fit. And, and sift through them as sift they go. And, and even do a semi-evaluation from experience and say, look, I'm going to take the three or four places, all of them will fit. Now, you see this on English TV a lot. And I think yeah, it's really yeah, good yeah, idea. Yeah, true. It's yep. really good I'm idea. Watching I watching that. Don't see enough of it here. If, if a buyer, <clears throat> so if you're a buyer and you have a look at three properties with three individual agents, uh, there's zero consistency in it. If you're a buyer and you have a look at those three properties with a single agent, you're refining your search each time. Yep. Uh, Ollie, I like this. I, I don't like that. Don't show me one of those again. Mm-hmm. What about this? And then and they, they keep adding to the filter yeah. and getting closer to the perfect they property. Take a, because they're experienced and most buyers are not experienced. Mm. Mm. They, they will just come to rely on this and it's a huge help. And you, you want really professional agents buyers out there. I think, well, there you go. There's a job for you. There we go. Yeah. I, 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 I'll do that in my spare time. What do, what do you like about agents? Is there anything? What, what do you, oh, you know, my, not, not me personally, but yeah. what do you? Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what do you like about oh, agents? I've got to <laughs> You're not too bad. Um, Thank you. That's okay. Can we, can we get that bit? We'll just make sure we get that bit, you know, make sure the audio is on. Thank you. Careful, mate. Um, I've lost the plot. What, is that? <laughs> <laughs> what do I like about that? Well, when you get a good agent, yep. the ones that are good are the ones that do follow what you want and do follow gotcha. you up. Gotcha. And don't, yeah, and follow over, up. don't yep. come and, and try to babble you into something and tell yeah. you that you've yeah. got to buy this as a bargain. Yep. So yep. you do it. And produce information and, and facts why a property may suit you. Brilliant. Basically doing the buyer's agent thing, but without overloading you. And coming back with more stuff and more stuff and sending you emails of stuff that for sale for sale suitable to you. Yeah. I get yep. dozens of emails from agents. Our latest listings, you know, you wind through them, boring, 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 and, and, and see one that may be of use. Um, those are the good ones. 
that care. And then you can have, got, I know several agents as personal friends. Mm-hmm. We, they're not selling me anything. I'm not looking for anything. Uh, not selling me anything. But we, we get on to have a chat. And we meet up, have a cup of coffee, or, uh, have a chat about some things. We talk about the market, uh, and exchange stories and so forth. And it's all good fun. Mm. So you get, you, get, you get to enjoy them. And when they're giving you that information, is your point in there that you like the ones that give you information that's more tailored to you than sort of a shotgun approach of here's all my listings and you go, yeah, well, well, why are you telling me this? You know? Yeah, it's it's strange. It's, it's Some of the agents really miss the market. Some of them just mm, don't get what mm, a buyer's mm. looking for. A buyer's out there and they say, look, I don't want this and I like that. And the agent comes and brings them all this crap. Mm. And mm. somewhere, and, and you, you know you, they're wasting your time. They're just not on, not focused on what you want, and and they're just basically throwing some anything they got yep. at you to hope that you may happen to like that, it. That something yeah, sticks. It doesn't work like yep. that. Yep. I've, I've always said we we actually as an agent put my agent's hat on. Uh, we don't sell houses to people. People buy houses mm. off us. You know? yeah. So I'm not going to sell you a house you don't want. You you. Right. I need to find you the one you want. Yeah. And help you buy it. I don't think an agent can talk anybody into anything. I think people fall in love with the place and they talk themselves mm. into the place and the agent just smooths the way. Mm. And, and the person loves the place and, and, and they walk in and this is the place for me and they just sits back and just gives them a little bit of information, just let them hook themselves, you like. Yep. And that's the best yep. way. And the people, it's an emotional thing. It's not just yeah. A, a, yeah. a non-emotional thing. But buyers looking for a house, it's an emotional thing and they get – all giddy about so just sit back and don't over talk it see that's experience talking all, all, all the new agents think it's the logic you know what yeah. script can i use wayne yeah. um but it's the emotion isn't it, it and, is. and getting out of the way and, and letting that emotion yeah. fill the void yeah. as opposed to trying to fill it's that up with logic something simple like that like the lead lights on the windows or the, mm. they're like mm. the polished floors it reminds me of granny's place or they're like the view because it reminds them of something else or it's got a spare bedroom which, which grandma and grandpa can live on or something. some small thing which everybody else overlooks can it just let the people it's like catching fish isn't it you don't go diving in the water you put the reel in and the fish hook themselves you just reel them in yeah it's as simple as that and, and just let things settle We've been doing some work uh, with agents uh, on selling and the selling process because I don't think there's a lot of actual selling training within inside mm-hmm. real estate. And we're talking about anchors and triggers. And the anchor is that's 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 grandma's floor, yeah. And, and the trigger is seeing it again in this house and remembering mm-hmm. as a kid what yeah. And you like that, and mm-hmm. then you're into it. So I looked at a house the other day for somebody, and it was 60, 70 years old, and it'd been loved, obviously loved. It was an emotional thing. You, know, you could see mm. where some little bit of wear, but not much, and you could feel somebody loved this place. Mm. I don't know about you. Mm. But you can yep. feel it coming out of the walls. Yep. You know, if you're looking for it, and it's quite. It's if you've got a little bit of art in you, just a little bit, you can feel the warmth of yep. previous people. Yep. I know, sounds weird, but you can. Otherwise, no, you did right. You did fish. As an agent, when I'm selling a house that's vacant, which is empty, mm. um, you can you can feel it. You can run all the heaters, you can do all you like, but it, it is lacking some energy that the house with the family in it has. You know, so you definitely feel it. So if I can feel that as an agent, you can feel that uh, as, as a buyer coming yeah, through. I think the walls, walls and floors absorb something from previous people. Yeah, love to play. Yeah. Other people think you're nuts, but I can feel it and a lot of yeah, other people can feel yeah. it. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Now, uh, valuations, we, we can go on about that or, or what else you want to talk about. 
we should get sponsored by a valuation company. So sort of, oh, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll like that. Hmm. Um, let's just let's just clarify, sort of refine on those points. So, for you, what if you're a vendor when you're selling? What could an agent do better than they normally do for you? What What would be important to you? Well, they would encourage you to get evaluation done. Evaluation. You're, you're yep. dealing with something that's hundreds of thousands, not millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. You don't. Try to do it on the cheap. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned the yeah, other day. Isn't it? One of the things I mentioned the other day is the the agent should help you with the advertising. Mm-hmm. Now, advertising is very important, and you're going to you the vendor has to pay for that. Mm-hmm. And the the agent should come along and gently put down in front of you what the recommendations of advertising. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so many adverts in this, and so many mm-hmm. adverts there, mm-hmm. and color or not color, and how many repeats and so forth. Um, and if if you can afford it, double it. Because advertising pays, mm, no mm, question about mm. it. Uh, and this is a bill you have to pay pretty well mm. up front. And it costs yep. thousands of dollars. So everybody out there thinking of selling their place, place be prepared. The first bill you're going to pay is for the advertising. Yep. And don't, if you, there's an old saying which I always use and I'll use it again, is if you want to do something and achieve something, you give yourself every chance. Yeah. Every chance. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Every chance. Don't look back after and say, if I hadn't, if I'd only done this, might have got somewhere, especially in a difficult market. You want to give yourself every chance. So you can always stop the advertising along. You know, there we are. If the, if the turnout's too big, I've seen vendors, sellers that uh, they all tend to do the property up just before they sell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas they should have probably done it a bit earlier and enjoyed it, yeah. uh, but they do it up. And I've seen vendors then sit with the agent and go, uh, "We've got no money left for advertising." It's wow. like, right, you've got a great product here, but. How are we going to tell anybody now? So keep that in your budget. Yeah, do the kitchen, do the bathroom, talking, wash it. But we're yeah. talking thousands here. Mm. We're not talking yeah, absolutely. Ten, not three dollars yep. and six percent, six cents. It's what? What would you guess for a, a good advertising campaign without going crazy? Well, in, in Auckland, six to ten thousand dollars. Well, that yeah. is that's what vendors are paying now. So if you're not paying that. You're, you're under the radar compared yeah. to the next person. That's think, the level of competition. You, you remember, folks, you've got to pay for the composition of the ad, mm, the mm, publishing of the mm. ad, the billboard outside, the, the auctioneer's fee. Sorry about that. Modest. Uh, modest, uh, smallest fee of the uh, life. Uh, yeah. uh, fantastic yeah. investment. Yeah. The pamphlets, <laughs> uh, brochures and so forth. That all costs. Yep. And don't forget, you're selling a million-dollar product, if not more. So you, you got, won't do it by – the biggest mistake people make is try to skimp on the advertising. So, pawn grandma's jewellery or something, but get, get, get the money together. Or grandma. Oh, yeah. Grandma and the jewellery. The, the um And just thinking of skipping, I'll, I'll go back a point. You, you really got me thinking on this uh, about the valuation. It's a multi-million dollar transaction, typically in Auckland. Yep. It is. It's a multi-million dollar transaction, and they skimp on working out the value by getting the agent to tell them what the value is. Yeah. And the agent's trying to get the job. Why would you skimp on that? It just seems nuts when you put it on the table. An agent's not a valuer. Correct. all sorts of things. You've got to get down to serious nuts and bolts. You can't rely on the CV, the council valuation. Correct, yeah. Council valuation is completely out of I mean, it's something to start with. But council valuations are quite quite different from ordinary registered valuations, Mm -hmm. important registered valuations. Council valuations are are simply a, 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 a computer computer um, 
exercise to work out what's sold in a certain area, do an average of the land prices, do an mm-hmm, average of the mm-hmm. house prices and come up with a number. Well, people make mistakes and think if they can get the valuation down by going back to the council, they get cheaper rates. doesn't quite work like that. What they do is they spoil the value of their property because people do look at council valuations and do do the exercise knowing that council valuations are 20% too high or mm-hmm. 15% mm-hmm. too high. And it's, it's very interesting, that, uh, but valuations are tough thing because at the moment some houses are selling for 30, 40% under council mm-hmm, valuations. Mm-hmm. I know somebody who's buying a house now where it's a million dollars under council valuation or CV and that's a serious lump. Pre- pretty good fun for the vendor who's paying uh, rates on a million bucks that isn't there. Well, it doesn't quite work out like either but that's not the point. Many, many of the, There was an article in the media the other day where they were talking about the grandparents selling houses after they've been in them for 30, 40 years. They don't care. Uh, they only paid $3.20 for the house 50 years ago. Pa- so pound, what, what, pounds, pounds and tuppence? What was Oh, three pence? Pounds, shillings and pence. Pa- pounds, shillings and, and pence. And farthings and doubles and so forth. <laughs> what about, <laughs> you get all the way down to marbles? No. <laughs> Forgive him, Lord. He knows not what he does. Yes. <laughs> I can still add up if my, pounds. If my mum's listening, she'll know all of these. I can yep. still add yep. pounds, pounds, and pounds. Don't worry. So, well, where was one? You keep on losing me. Yes. I don't know. I've lost it. Yes. Oh, 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 me. Oh, oh, me. I've got no idea where no, we were before. We got to marbles and we, and we lost the whole thing. We lost the whole thing. Yeah, okay. It was good I'm relying you. on you. To keep us on track. Uh, council valuations, I think. Council valuations, thank you. Yes, yes. Well, I know <laughs> many properties, stop laughing, boy. I uh, know many properties which are selling so far below council valuations that they're, they're useless. Mm, mm. And uh, on average, most properties in the average residential years are selling for between 9 and 14% less than council valuations. And some of the bigger properties are selling for 30, 40% under council mm, mm, valuation. Mm. So that's why I agree with the value yep. is really important to give you a, 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 a true picture of the place. Yep. We may have answered this, but what if we wrap up on uh, when you are buying, what would you like the agents to do better? And I know you've touched on a fair bit of that. When you're buying, the agents should follow you, give you information, mm-hmm. send you other properties that are what you like, not any old rubbish that they've come across, and keep in touch. Mm, not just disappear. Mm, mm. One viewing and what a great gone. point! Yeah, really. It pushed. I was t- talking the other day to uh, somebody who's looking for a property. They, they went out with an agent, looked at a couple of properties. They know they were. I mentioned before cash buyers, and they haven't heard from them. This is. I want to repeat that. That's mm. really a bad showing. That agent's gone home and forgotten them, and he's got a cash buyer there. It's ridiculous. And I wouldn't be surprised if that agent's trying to chase another buyer yeah. uh, and forgotten about the one they've already got. That's right. And, and, the, and there's no service there. So, and it, it should be a, it's a service industry, maybe less time trying to pretend being valuers and more time servicing and looking after people. That's a, that's a part. Once a person trusts, a, uh, trusts an agent, that agent's got them. Yeah. And yep. they will sell them something. Yep. Once yep. they, maybe one or two agents that the person will trust, and once they trust that agent and they know they're going to show them only stuff that they really are looking for, that agent's got them and they'll get a commission out of it in the end. There we go. That's a good place to finish. The the agents heard that commission. They went, oh, the ears pricked up finally at, at, at the very end. But no, it is service and, and, and the great agents are about service the commission. Uh, quite funny, as an aside, most can't even count, so they, they don't even know what the commission coming through is. 
Wonderful. Thanks for your time. Okay, what, a, what a great session. We stayed on track, I think. Feel yeah, well. We James lost, will tune we, us up. We lost it a few times, but that's okay. That's easy. It's all good fun. Wonderful. See you next time. Thank you. Thank you.